You're listening to an Indiesaurus production. Welcome to another edition of New Nintendo Podcast XL. As always, I'm your host, Brandon Hoff, and this is the start of a new series that I am doing uh, called Like a Dragon, and this is part one, Yakuza Zero. This is, so, for longtime listeners, uh, this is going to be very reminiscent of my uh, Reflections series that I did last year on The Legend of Zelda as I played through uh, the Zelda games. I reflected upon each one, and I, I took it upon myself to think about, you know, what I thought about them in the lead-up to uh, Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, eventually, I would like to do an episode on Tears of the Kingdom as well an episode on uh, Breath of the Wild, those are the two that I obviously left off, uh, but I played through 12 uh, Zelda games last year, not including uh, Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom, uh, which I also played through, but I did not do an episode on, uh, and this year, I am going to attempt to play through uh, all, if not almost all, of the Yakuza Like a Dragon games, uh, and uh yeah, the difference is is with Zelda, I played through all those games. I, I had a really good sense of those games and had a really good idea of what they were, uh, what kind of games they were. I had played them before. I've never played any of the Like a Dragon Yakuza games. 
And uh, just to kind of speak to my experience about it a little bit, I, you know, this was a, a series that's been long pitched to me. Uh, I've had multiple friends tell me, hey, you really ought to play this series. I think you would dig it. Uh, you like No More Heroes, so it makes sense that you would be into this kind of in the, into this this style of game, things like that. A lot of a lot of people have pitched this game to me, and I finally picked it up, and uh, this game series rather. Um, so I finally picked it up. There was a lot of uh, multiple parties on the internet saying you should start with Yakuza Zero. You should start with Yakuza 1. Um, doesn't matter where you start because they're all really self-contained stories. But I decided to start with Yakuza 0, which is a prequel game. Uh, and I thought what I would do for this particular episode, since this is the start of a new series, I would speak a little bit to the development of this series and sort of talk about the genesis of it, uh, sort of how it came to be, um, and, you know, things like that. So I'm not going to do this for every, you know, uh, episode, but just to set this up, uh, it is developed, the studio that develops these uh, games, and I know I'm going to fuck this up because this is in Japanese, so I, I apologize to the developers and anyone who is Japanese speaking. Uh, Ryuga Gotoku, um, which is Japanese for Like a Dragon. And all the games in the series in Japan were called Like a Dragon. Uh, over here in the West, they were called Yakuza up through uh, 7, which was called Yakuza Like a Dragon. Um, so... Just uh, to give you a little bit of Wikipedia, uh, the series originated from creator uh, Toshihiro, Toshihiro, uh, Toshihiro, not Nagoshi's, desired to design a game that would tell the way of life of the Yakuza. Uh, Nagoshi initially struggled to greenlight the project. Portrayals of the Japanese underworld were common in manga and movies, but not in video games. Uh... Nagoshi brought his story for Yakuza to scenario supervisor uh, Hase Sishu uh, two years before the game to start, started development. Sishu had been a video game player since the days of Space Invader, Invaders, but over the past four or five years, he had lost interest uh, as he was less concerned with 3D visuals and gameplay than he was with story. Yakuza, however, caught his attention and he decided to accept the project even though it came at the busiest point of his professional writing career. Touching upon the game's name, uh, Nagoshi revealed that it was his idea, the original Japanese name, Ryuga Gotoku, translate, like I said, to like a dragon, as Nagoshi felt that dragons have a strong image about them and that when players sample it, uh, they would, as the title suggests, get a feel for the strength and manliness of the main character. Uh, Sega's leadership was hesitant about the perceived limited appeal, but eventually approved the development of the project. Uh, Sony and Ciro uh, were initially disapproving about the depiction of violence in adult material, though Sony eventually showed interest in the prospect uh, of the game after Nagoshi persevered. So that's sort of the genesis. The first Yakuza game to come out was uh, Yakuza uh, in 2005. It was released on the PlayStation 2. It also came to PS3, and a version of it 
came to the Wii U as well as Yakuza 2 also came to the Wii U. Now, those versions never made it over to the West. Um, but basically they go through all the way up to Yakuza 5 with some spin-offs. Uh, basically they stay on PS3, PS4, uh, they make it uh, to PC as well as uh, the Xbox One um, and all the way up to 2015 we get Yakuza 0 so Yakuza 0 is a like I said it's a prequel uh, set many years before the first game which was released in 2005 so if you were a fan of the series, uh, you essentially like the characters that show up in zero, like you probably already have some, in some instances, some established relationship with them. You may see people that you're like, Oh, Hey, I remember this from the, the series. I, however, do not have a relationship with a lot of these characters other than the one that I've built upon Yakuza zero. So I'm starting in chronological order. So it'll be interesting for me to see how I feel going into, you know, Yakuza one. Uh, I speaking of which I will be playing the, uh, Kiwami, uh, versions of Yakuza one and two, which are, uh, remasters that came out on the PlayStation four PC, all that jazz. Um, uh, but that's besides the point I'm here to talk today about my experience playing Yakuza 0. So, Yakuza 0, just some quick little little facts about it for you. Um, it was, like I said, republished, uh, developed by Ryuga Gotoku uh, Studio, uh, published by Sega. Uh, the director was Kazuki Osokawa, uh, and it was released on the PlayStation 3, 4, on PC and Xbox One, Originally released in uh, March 12th in 2015. Uh, made its way over to the West in 2017. So there's a little bit of behind. Uh, and the games themselves are... When you look up what the typical genre of these games... Typically, the way that they're described are sort of action-adventure beat em up style games, things like that. And the way I see it, at least with Yakuza zero is, yeah, that stuff is definitely there. It's definitely a beat em up. It's definitely an action adventure kind of game. Uh, you know, you're walking around a 3d, uh, environment, you know, you're interacting, uh, with people and such, um, in this like, uh, open world type situation. Uh, but there's definitely, even before they did the switch to RPG uh, in Yakuza Like a Dragon, there's definitely some RPG elements uh, in in especially in y Yakuza Zero. There's like you have these. Um, so to sort of uh, explain general gameplay, uh, you have these skill trees and you gain sort of these four styles of fighting you play as two separate characters uh over the course of the game each with their own four unique uh styles of of, of fighting and you have these skill trees that you use actual currency to upgrade 
Um, and then you unlock more portions of the skill tree by doing uh, side quest things, you know, learning new moves from teachers, things like that. Um, this game is a bit of a slow burn at first. Uh, my buddy of mine and a good friend of the show, Monte Douglas, um, who was one of the people who pitched this to me, you know, he said, when you're, you know, playing these games, think of it like a season of your favorite show. And each time that you play it, you're essentially watching an episode uh, of it. And that's kind of uh, the way that I approached it. And I, I feel like in that instance, I was able to really kind of digest it uh, that way uh, and get really, really enjoy out of it. Um, the story, and I'm, I'm going to go th- through mild, mild spoilers. So, uh, you know, if you haven't played this game, you want to play it, uh, you know, maybe skip ahead a couple minutes or, you know, come back. Uh, so Yakuza zero, it takes place in late 1988, uh, in Japan, in two areas. Um, there is, uh, Komuchiro, uh, and, uh, Sotenbori, uh, which are, uh, based on actual places, um, Ones, uh, the first one is in Tokyo and the second one is in the Osaka uh, area. Um, you play as uh, Kazuma Kiru as well as Goro Mojima. Um, and basically you are playing as these two characters as they go through their journey and eventually their paths converge. Um Towards the end of the game is the best way that I can describe it. Um, the stories, uh, their stories essentially become one story. Um, and that's the best way that I, I can describe it without going into super huge detail. Um, you know, because to be honest, there's there's a lot. You, you kind of go into uh, a little bit of the politics of the Yakuza. You go into uh, like you find out about different clans and alliances and things like that. And there's just, there's a lot of story. There's a lot, especially at the beginning, there's a lot of setup. Uh, so it's, it's a little bit of a slow burn at first. Uh, but then you can kind of get into the groove of things. And essentially once uh, these two cities are sort of opened up to you, you're able to explore and take on many things, uh, there are these things called sub stories. Um, there's a lot in the game. There's no way in hell that I did them all. Uh, but I did a lot. And based on that, you get things like items or you get people to help you out. Um, but uh, in, in other scenarios. But the bulk of the game really is you are fighting folks, whether it's uh, different enemy uh, types on the street or given like if you're doing a certain mission story stuff you you fight people um there are bosses along the way or mini bosses or what what have you um and it's all a, a a way to sort of move the story along but the other thing 
uh, with sub stories is uh, you can really get lost in those and really like there's one in particular where there is uh, something called like pocket car circuit. And it's this whole thing uh, about like this guy who runs it and sort of like he kind of have this he has this like existential crisis about what he's doing with his life. Um, and you find that out through like doing this and befriending him. Uh, and there's a lot of situations like that throughout, uh, Yakuza zero is you find yourself kind of in, in, uh, enwrapped with, with these characters and these side characters and, and just like their comings and goings and like trying to figure out ways to, to help them. Um, the other big things, there's two other big things, which I think I spent the majority of my time doing in this game is as Kira, you uh, do something called real estate Royale. Uh, and what that is, is there are five areas in uh, Kumurocho and you are trying to essentially buy out these areas uh, to sort of take back the real estate from these people called the five billionaires. And um, it's also works in twofold because you do it as a means to help you make more money, which you need to then upgrade your skills and your skills tree, as well as buy, you know, various items, things like that. Or, and also uh, by completing this, you get unlock the fourth and file fighting style, um, which uh, gotta say is very much worth it. It takes a lot of time and patience and there's moments where you are going to kind of be sitting there being like man I, I i i'm taking way too much long on this and it took me hours and hours to complete this i won't lie um it was definitely a slow burn but i did it and in my opinion it was worth it uh but that night that might not be everybody's cup of tea and i recognize that so something to sort of keep in in mind there uh, the other big thing with with uh, Majima is uh, Club Cabaret Czar. Uh, you come upon a club. It's it's somewhat similar to uh, Real Estate Royale. Uh, you're in uh, Sozenbori. You come upon uh, this cabaret club called Club Sunshine. Uh, there are these five uh, sort of uh, stars they're called stars and they run these different clubs in the area there's like club mars club venus club jupiter club mercury and then the club moon um in the area and they're essentially running uh all the other cabaret clubs out of business and, and uh, uh sunshine cabaret is like sort of the last the last one and you as mud uh Guru majima who is a manager of the this big cabaret club it's just a full-on cabaret um, called Cabaret Grand, um, you are enlisted to help this club and you go out and recruit girls to perform in this cabaret club. And uh, essentially what it is, it's, it's, it's women who uh, get with customers and talk to them and they, uh, you know, make money in the process, you know, by serving them food, drinks, things like that. It's essentially uh, something that's, or at least at the time, uh, was really big in, in Japan. 
Um, and it, it's a it's a little bit of a mini game because you have to match the the right hostess with the right uh, person, and as you sort of do that, you you get fans from each area, and um, there's other ways to get fans uh, from each area by like uh, partnering with businesses within that uh, specific cabarets area. Uh, so each of the five stars have their own little stake within Sotenbori. And so you go to their businesses and you say, hey, I'm going to give you some money. Why don't you partner with my cabaret club? And it sends fans your way. So that increases your fans. Ultimately, uh, the, you have a rival battle against uh, one of the five stars. You're able to uh, then have a matchup. And essentially you do the cabaret club czar like game. Um and, you know, whoever earns more money wins. And then that other person gives up their cabaret club and you basically take on their territory for the most part. Um, and I, that one that one did not take nearly as long, but it was a way for Majima to earn money to help build his skill tree as well as unlock his uh, fourth fighting style. So similar situation. My understanding is that there are similar things like this within the Yakuza series. Uh with real estate in the cabaret clubs and in various uh, games. So like I have a feeling that this, you know, being that this was a prequel game, this wasn't the first time that people have experienced it for those who have played these games before, but I, it's my first time experiencing it. So, uh, but I found I had a lot of fun with the cabaret uh, clubs are, it was really, really fun to do the puzzle. Um, you level up your, your hostesses, um, you also each club once you beat one of the five stars, you get their like their best, their number one girl, and they're a platinum hostess. So then you're able to sort of customize them to help with their stats. They have like five different things, uh, categories. There's like sexy, cute, funny, um, you know, like uh, talkative stuff like that. Like that helps like. Uh, the way that you dress them up sort of like enhances their like stats and you want to have like double rings. Uh, there's like a whole strategy like to it. Uh, but it ended up being one of my favorite parts uh, of the, of the game um, to kind of sink a couple hours into real estate. Royale was, was fun. It was fine. Uh, but a lot of it's just like waiting around to get your profits and then buying more real estate until you own 90% of the profits of a specific area. Then the one of the billionaires challenges you to a fight you fight them you win you get their stuff they join your team and then you kind of repeat the process um like i said it's a really good fast way for you to get money but it also there's more waiting time and there's more uh it's just you will spend more time doing that and again i understand if that's not something uh somebody's cup of tea uh but my coming away from that and just side story stuff, big mini game stuff aside, the way that I have viewed my experience with this is you get what you put, you get out what you put in. And what I mean by that is the game does a really good job of rewarding you uh, for putting in the hard work of doing, you know, things like the real estate royale or doing side stories there's there's a reason you know uh 
for doing that stuff and you get stuff out of it. Another thing too is when you do certain tasks within the game, you get something called uh, completion points and you can use those completion points to spend at a shrine and they help you, uh, you know, either boost your character to be able to run uh, longer or, um, you know, there's certain things to do with like your business. Like it makes your, you get money faster from the real estate Royale um, in the club cabaret, uh, cabaret stuff. It helps you get more uh, uh, hostesses and things like that. And so like, there's a reason, like there's reasons to do sub stories, like, cause you get those completion points. There's a reason to do certain things because you get those completion points and you use them to spend, uh, on your cal uh, on your either your character or your business to sort of further enrich those stuff so it's all interconnected uh they talk a lot in this game there's a lot of talk uh but it serves the story uh there's a lot of twists and turns um it is so weird this game like you can it can be so serious at times and very dramatic uh, but then you could do some of the most silly shit with like karaoke. You can go bowling. Um, you, you can you hire a chicken to help, uh, you know, manage your real estate agency. Um, there's very silly, goofy stuff like that. In my understanding, that it's very much always a part of the Yakuza series. But I I, I come away from my whole experience. I I enjoy this. I enjoy this game a lot. Um, I put about uh, 69 hours into it all said and done. When I looked up how long to beat, it said it just to go through the game. It was 34 hours. Obviously, I sunk way more time into that. Um, but I was looking for sort of a, a world um, with a cast of characters to get lost in. And this uh, definitely fit the bill. Like I said, it's it's a bit of a slow burn. So if you want something that's a little more fast pace, um, you may not necessarily get that with this right away. My understanding is a lot of people recommend Yakuza Zero uh, to play as as the Yakuza game to play if you're going to play a Yakuza game. And some people champion this one as the best one. Um, I I have no to be honest, I have no frame of reference. Uh, but I feel like you know, I'm I I hope that there is some. You know, I hope I imagine I will enjoy the series um, more so, regardless of uh, maybe there might be some dips in quality here and there. But I uh, I don't know, man. I I had a really good time, you know, sort of meeting these characters and sort of getting to know the world and like learning uh, about, you know, uh, Kazuma Kiru as well as uh, Goro Majima and sort of like their uh, their past. And uh, it kind of gives me a sense of like who they were um, and who they are. And uh, the game ends with uh, it sort of tees up like events that's going to happen in uh, Yakuza uh, 1. Uh, so, uh, but... Uh, I'm, I'm excited to really deep dive into the series and kind of really get to know uh, the characters um, over, over, you know, the next, 
sort of the next uh, year or so because it's going to take me a while uh, to kind of get through these games. Uh, but I, I'm excited. Um, I'm excited to play them, and I'm excited for you to listen along to sort of my my journey as as I play through these games. I played Yakuza Zero on my Xbox Series S. Uh, most of the games, if uh, a good portion of them, are on Game Pass. There, it's also on Steam. It's on PC. Um, I know this is a Nintendo podcast, but I have opened it up to n- talk about Nintendo stuff. Uh, consider this more of a gaming podcast uh, with Nintendo uh, as the forefront uh, in terms of its uh, stuff. Which brings me uh, to sort of the outro of the show. But um, my before I go into that, my final thoughts, Yakuza 0, um, solid 9 out of 10 game. Um, dock it that one point because there's like... Like I said, it's a little bit of a slow start, a little bit of a slow burn at first, but I ended up, uh, to me, the payoff was great, and I ultimately had a a fantastic time with it. So if you are a fan of Japanese media, if you're a fan of shonen anime, if you are a fan of beat-em-ups or even just action-adventure games where there's a bunch of characters in a world that you can kind of get lost in, um, give this give this game a look. Uh, give this game uh, a play, uh, especially if you do have Xbox or PC. Uh, they, the games go on sale on uh, Steam all the time, uh, so uh, give it a shot. Um, and you know, just listen. In the meantime, just uh, you can listen along to me as I sort of uh, play my journey through these uh, these Yakuza uh, like a dragon games, and I'm excited to. Uh, share this journey with you all. So I I wanted to talk a little bit about the show and just in general. Um, in the past, I've always been sort of hung up on always needing a guest on the show um, because this is a podcast medium. And I understand that like when listening to people talk, obviously you want to hear a conversation and me sort of talking just directly into a mic uh, by myself isn't necessarily everybody's cup of tea. But at the end of the day, um, this is my creative project. I do this for fun. I obviously don't do this for money. Nobody pays me to do this. I do this just because I want to do it. Um, that being said, I want I want guests. This is also a call out. If you want to come on the show and talk about a video game, uh, or a series or something like, please get in touch with me. Uh, I would love to have people on the show. That's, that's always been my biggest struggle is just trying to get people on the show and trying to get things set up. Um, so if you want to come on the show, I would love to have you. This is not me saying I don't need any guests, but what I am saying is I like doing this. And if there's a game that I want to talk about and nobody seems to want to else talk about it, I, I am going to come on mic and talk about it myself if even if that means that I'm talking to myself essentially, uh, but I'm also talking to you, the listener. Um, so, uh, you know, at the end of the day, like, you know, for those who are listening, I do appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. Uh, seriously. Like um, I started the show out in 2017 and it's gone through many iterations over the years. So, you know, it's uh, this is kind of where we're at. Uh, but I'm excited to really kickstart this uh, uh, Yakuza uh, Like a Dragon 
uh, series off with you guys, and I appreciate you coming along for the journey. In the meantime, if you want to follow me, you can follow me on Twitter at BRNHoff. That's where I post all my creative endeavors. Uh, so please feel free to do that. Um, we also have an Instagram, if you can't believe it. It's a new Nintendo Podcast XL. It's pretty inactive, uh, but I will probably start to get that bad boy up and running again. Uh, it's, uh, again, pretty inactive, but if you want to give it a follow, you can. Uh, no reason why not. Um, if you want to follow the network, you can follow us on Twitter at Net on Twitter. I know it's X, but I'm always going to say Twitter because it's, you know, it's 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 whatever. Um, but, yeah, you can also find us at IndieSource.com where all of our wonderful shows are at on the podcast. Uh, on the podcast network that I'm on, um, you should follow it. Please do. Follow the network. There's a lot of great shows on there like Radish and... Um, there's a Star Trek show on the, on there. And I'm going to tell you that show right now. It is called Trek to the Holodeck. Give that show a listen to, especially if you like Star Trek. And and there's a lot of great other great shows on the, on the network that you should check out uh, in general. Um, but And we also have a Discord. A little bit quiet in the Discord at the moment, but you could change that if you joined it. Anyways, that's all I really have for the time. Uh, This, again, has been Brandon Hoff. Thank you so much for listening to New Nintendo Podcast XL. And as always, it's Friday night somewhere.